Season 2, Episode 1, bonus episode, which encompasses our wrap around the axle uh, slash rapid fire questions. We ended up recording for two and a half hours with Mike and Dara, and uh, it just was, was too much content to put in one episode, so we started to split it up between two. Um, we apologize for the delay, but there was a lot of editing that needed to be done. Um, not everything... Uh, is uh, user-friendly that was recorded so we had a few edits and um but we appreciate uh mike coming on the podcast um open himself up to us and uh thanks to brian and steve uh for helping me on this i hope you guys like this listen and uh stay tuned uh for our season two episode two uh we should be recording that in february 2021 segue this in here now to an interesting spot right so like i said we're kicking off season two here we're trying to do something a little different here and uh what we're what we're doing here now is mike i knew mike was gonna be a guest for about the last like two or three weeks oh god i'm fucking so i uh i hit up all the social media pages right instagram facebook i text messages some some of his family members because i'm basically a gandara and uh and uh they you know i'm a gandara and uh they, they, they sent me some stuff, right? So this is going to be my rapid fire. This is going to be just for Mike. And then uh, for the fellows, we're going to we're gonna roll into a wrap around the axle here when I conclude this. So here right, we go. Hold, well, hold on. I got, I got some questions of my own for yeah, you yeah, guys. We'll, we'll get with you, Mike. We'll get with you. All right, brother. So here we can go. Oh, fuck. All right. Your niece, Ashlyn. She asks, who is your favorite niece and why? Who is my favorite niece and why? Yeah. Man, due to recent events, this could be a funny question, but uh, of course I got to go with Ashlyn. <laughs> uh, I saw her, She like I was in the room when she was born, which, God, that's probably creepy if you say that yeah. like to yourself. she's like a grown-ass woman now. No, fuck that. Like, I watched my sister's vagina get split open I mean, to have a baby, too. so <laughs> if we're going to get real fucking nasty with it, that's, yeah, Ashlyn, you take the crown. Oh, Ashlyn, you got it, girl. Alright, your sister Andrea, one of my favorites. And the one whose vagina I just yeah. mentioned. Uh, there's Next. that too. Uh, she said, if you were forced to wear a warning label, what would it say? If I was forced to wear a warning label? Yep. No filter. No filter. That's probably accurate as fuck. Uh, and then second, two-parter. Oh, she, fuck. She couldn't just do one. Okay. Which character from The Office do you most relate to and Why? And I touched on this earlier. I mean, you were talking. I said there was going to be an office-related question. You right? did. You did. And I said me and Andrew had a conversation, and we agreed that we think we know what you're going to say. I don't, I don't know if you do know. I don't like. No. I'm, I'm replaying that conversation. I don't think you know what I I'm going to say. I will show you the text message chat after, depending okay. on what you say. And I right bet now. you you're wrong, bitch. All right, so go speak on it, Mike. Uh, office characters. I would say if Daryl and Creed fucked. And they had some just like aborted child, that would be me. Because Daryl's real as fuck, and I'm pretty real as fuck. But Creed also says retarded ass shit, and I also say retarded ass shit. So I would say uh, Daryl, Creed, just aborted baby would be me. 
For the record, me and Angie both agreed that you were going to say Creed. Okay. There, there's one portion of it. I'll give there. you that. There you go. Uh, we didn't bring in the aborted baby mix with fucking <laughs> Daryl, but Ryan Lewis, SDS3, Stanky Leg. Yep, yep. Uh, we've had him. I, I think he was episode three episode of our podcast. Two. two. Uh, he wants you to talk about your 2010 tattoo in Guam, the one with Alan and Isaiah. The night. Oh, okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be a different tattoo question, but all right. So, uh, that tattoo he's talking about. So, basically, the tattoo is a uh, sugar skull on my forearm with some roses and shit like that. Uh, I have my one and only Navy tattoo, which is the torpedo symbol in the like forehead. But I have my two kids' initials in the eyeballs. And that tattoo, basically it came about with, uh, I was, uh, <laughs> so I was talking to this bartender at the Horse and Cow, and, uh, got, and cow. got to meet the owner, which I think his name was Mike too, but he was like, hey, uh, bring me this, like, if you bring me the Alka Wand, or like, bring me something from the boat. I'll give you free drinks and free fucking food at the any horse and cow. Yep. Which really, there's not really a lot if you there's think there's two horse, of them. Yeah, there's there's the one in uh, Bangor where I'm at right now, and then there's the one in <laughs> yeah. Guam. But I did. I stole the fucking alcohol wand, which is like our alcohol detection device or whatever. I stole it, took it to the horse and cow, got a little pass or whatever. But um, fuck, I don't even know how I got into that. But yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's a sugar skull on my forearm with the kid's initials, you know, torpedo on there. And I, I kind of rolled out early, got that tattoo, and then stole the alkaline, took it to the horse and cow. And to close that story out or to, or to add in another perspective of it is I shoved the horse and cow later in the day <clears throat> for whatever reason me and Mike weren't, weren't together that time. There's so many pictures of me like take like he, telling stories yes. and shit like that. So this dude shows up. He's wearing like Nike white Nike gym shorts, a gray like white <laughs> beater, and this new and it was before Mike was like heavily tattooed, and like this new forearm tattoo, right? And but he but then like the thing that stood out was not the forearm tattoo, was the fucking VIP yeah fucking he looked VIP, like press pass on the field pass for like a fucking Cowboys game, right? Mike had this, and it had some horse and cow shit, and it was like, he was just like, explaining like how he could fucking give anybody any drink they want, and they had to bring it to him. And, and like, then later that day, I got so wasted that I did, I lost the fucking thing. Like, I, yeah. I don't even know where it went. <laughs> I was on the table, like, dancing and shit, and next thing I know, I woke up, and I had no horse and cow, you know, anything. I, I couldn't get free drinks, I couldn't get free food, and it was all for nothing. And then, to make a long story short... Later in that uh, same import period, he had to give it back because uh, I think he had to like retrieve the alcohol wand or something. No, that's actually a false. I never, I never, you never actually it. retrieved nope. it. Nope, they never knew I took it. Ah, yeah. So good. fuck you, the little fucking. <laughs> Not you, but you know, <laughs> fuck the system. Fuck the system. That's right. <laughs> fuck you. I don't do what you tell me. All right. So uh, Steve Rozelle, okay. oh man. My FT. All right, yeah. Little Nick Church, Nick Church train. Steve, you've been what FT1 got? forever. When are you going to put anchors on, son? But he wants to know. Hey, talk about. Yeah, you know, Roselle. Uh, hey, he's there. at SLF with you. Uh, he wants to know about uh, comfy park benches in Guam. Oh, God. I knew it was coming. 
<laughs> That's what she said. Uh, did, you pass, did you pass out on one? I, I passed out on a, a comfy park bitch in Guam. In what status? Uh, Alright, so real quick. Man, this story's long as fuck. I could go forever Condense on this. it. Basically, you know, I was a shit hot second class LPO. I had a first class as my fucking, like, just scrub worker. You know, I'm just I'm just killing it on the boat, right? But there was this fuck, and uh, this was the Guam patrol, like or the Guam deployment. We're like, yep. we pulled into Guam. Five I don't know times. how many times. Five times. Five times. Guam pack. And this, but on this one night, it was supposed to be like this super crazy rooftop party, and I like I planned it out. I was like, all right, well, here's what I'm gonna do to get to this party and have a good time. Um, but then it turned out, you know, the watch bill changed. I had duty that day. But who fucking gives a fuck, right? I, <laughs> what kind of duty specifically? Yeah, I was the uh, shore patrol. Shore patrol. Shore uh, patrol in Guam. So, but shore patrol, it's not like it was back in the it's day. It's not like, real. You don't, you don't dress up in the uniform and then go like prevent sailors from fucking up, right? You dress in civilian clothes and you do your thing, right? So I dressed in civilian clothes and I did my thing. Um, I want to reference this one movie real quick. So there's an old ass sailor movie with Jack Nicholson. It's called The Last Patrol. Yep. And uh, basically, what happens is Jack Nicholson and some other guy they're MAs, and some kid fucks up, and their whole like the whole movie is them taking this escorting this kid to whatever fucking brig he has to go to. Um, and there's one point where Jack Nicholson feels some remorse for this kid, so they go to a bar, and uh, the bartender's like trying to serve drinks. The kid doesn't have an ID or whatever, and they're like, you need to get out of here. We're about to call Shore Patrol. Jack Nicholson, in this old-ass movie, pulls out his fucking pistol, puts it on the table, and says, motherfucker, I am the Shore Patrol. <laughs> All right, so there's that reference right there. <laughs> so here I am. I'm Roof, fucking... Rooftop bar. I'm at the rooftop bar, you know. We're Shore chilling. Patrol, I'm Shore Patrol. Nobody knows, because I'm in civilian clothes. And then the party gets kicked over to the horse and cow. Me and the A-ganger are there, and I had this thing with the uh, the bartender from the horse and cow, and he didn't know that. So, like, he's trying to hit on her, and I already knew what was up, right? Um, and it's not going anywhere for him, and I'm laughing. I'm kind of making fun of him, because that's what I do. Like, I throw little jokes and take jabs at people. And he's like, oh... It's not going his way, so he's like, oh, man, we need to get you home. Like, you, you're acting ridiculous. And he's like, trying to get me out of there, and I'm fucking not budging. And he's like, don't make me call the Shore Patrol. And in my head, I, I see that movie, right? So he's like, hey, we need to get you out of here. I'm going to call the Shore Patrol. And I slapped my hand on the table, and I said, bitch, I am the fucking Shore Patrol. And at that time, the music cut off. Like It's like, <laughs> everything comes to a halt and everybody's looking at me and I'm like fuck yeah man let's get me out of here like I'm, I'm probably fucked up <laughs> you know call the cab whatever and uh they call the cab and I, I I've never been on I've never really paid attention to the Guam base so they're like driving around and I'm like hey take me to the base where the submarines are and he's like alright <laughs> he drives on base and he's driving around he's like how's this and I'm like I don't see any water and he's he drives around some more and he drops me off and I see water, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I look around, and there are zero submarines in sight. So I pass out on this park bench, and uh, I wake up like probably like 5 in the morning because the sun's just beating down on me. And 
I look around. Some rises like super early. Yo, fuck yeah. And, and I'm looking and around. Like, there's not only rise that like pops Dude, there's off nothing the there. I'm like sweating. No mountains to block it. No trees to block nope. it. Nope. And I just start walking. I'm right like, next fuck to the equator. I start walking and I see the, the laundry mat. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm close. And then, um, you know, I walk, I see the submarine. So I'm like, all right, great. I've made it. So I walk past and they're like, hey, uh, Gundara, they just called away cleanup. And I'm like, fuck that. And I walk to the barge and I go to sleep and then Fernie and Puppet, if y'all are listening, they wake me up at like 9 in the morning because now we're on the opposite coast and Manny Pacquiao's got to fight at 9 in the morning against Joshua Clotty. So they're like waking me up, they give me some Gatorade and like this fucking, some McDonald's and I like drink that shit, chug that and then, you know. Yeah, they had that Gatorade McDonald's in Guam. Yeah, the rest is history, you know, I go watch the Pacquiao fight. So the park bench was actually on base. The the park bench was on base. So I didn't, I never, and I've been... Your best friend, I feel like, for a long time. I didn't realize it was on. No, dude, it was a waterfront view. Just a, a park bench with the waterfront and like, nothing else. Spot. And I was like, oh, yeah, water, there has to be submarines. No. I feel like that's not an ad- adequate question, though, because a government-made park bench might be, like, federal government-made park bench on a Navy base might be less comfortable than a state. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's a shittier. Territory. It might be a shittier than, like, a Central Park. But it might be better than the one in Guam. I will tell y'all that at this moment in time, that park bench was very comfortable. And <laughs> it, it, it did the job. Surface, is all you need. It did the job. All right, our man Lunchbox, aka Rich Vasquez. Okay. He wants to know who was funnier team on seven five eight, Lunchbox or Cavanches? Oh, that's easy. That's Lunchbox. Easy all day, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a great nickname. Cavanches was funny, but Lunchbox, you know, he said some retarded shit. I trained him well, so. Why, why was his nickname Lunchbox? Because he was fat as fuck. He was fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, he was bag of snacks, really. Like, yeah. that was another nickname I had for him, was bag of snacks. Because this motherfucker would just pull out anything and start chewing on it. I was fucking. Like, he would, like, start eating, like, Whopper just, like, getting away for two weeks. He's got a Whopper in the pocket. Like, he was, like, cheeseburger, but, like, fatter. <laughs> but, like, now, though, he's at the Navy. And, like, he's into fitness. And, like, he's, no, like. Don't, no, he's listening to this. So don't give him any credit. Nah, he's still he's, a little fat bitch. Hey, lunchbox, you still cut. But you weren't back then. Cold cut. All right. Yeah, you were cold cut. Cold cuts. <laughs> All right. Steve Swolez. Okay. Man, right? Alaska trained. All right, yeah. He's uh, AWEPS on Alabama. Yep. Roll Tide. He says, uh, how much weight do you put on your last patrol? All right, so I'm still a small dude, but last patrol I did put on like 20-something pounds. I think 20. it was maybe like 21 or 22. I don't know. Why? Any reason in particular Why? Because I was on that officer rotation, so I, <laughs> I fucking I stood watch, and that was about it. I rack. didn't have to go to nuke training. I didn't have to do any of that other shit because I was an LDO. So, so too much time in the rack. Oh, well, not enough time in the rack. I was I just had enough time to do what I wanted to and eat and stuff. And then he said, uh, you know, how long have you been raising champions? How long have I been raising champions? That's um, Mike Gandara's like. Motto too. Yeah, yeah. I say that all the time. Raising champions. I said it a lot on the Alaska when I was a chief, but I will take it back to uh, whenever I was just a scrub ass TM two on the Nebraska because old Shane Doherty got commissioned yeah. the same the same fucking year I did. This motherfucker was my C pup. Got commissioned the same yeah. year I did. Raising champions right there. Yeah. So I'll take it back to so um, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. We'll take gotcha. it. We'll take it to oh nine. All right, a little puppet. Oh, oh man, little, little puppet. Oh, little chunkster? What's yeah. up? <laughs> he said, What was the noise Mendick used to make when he was venting sands? <laughs> I can't even. It was so hard for me to read that without laughing. 
Minnick. God damn, dude. Who, whoever thinks about Minnick? Fucking puppet. But uh, it, it was, uh, there was this one time where he was bitten sands and he fucked some shit up and he goes, fuck! He just like yelled that shit out. So I'm going to go with fuck. This dude blew sands into Cruise Mass, into the uh, galley. Dude, a Gary like whipped his shit one time. We, we fucking, we ate like cold cuts for like three days. Because they had on, on paper plates. On yeah, because like you got a sand, dude. Everybody, you know, you realize there's a whole generation of sailors who've been on Virginias who know, n- yeah, do not, who don't know what it means by by blowing sands into the galley. Dude, yeah. I want to go on a Virginia so bad. It's I, I would love the COVID's fucking that up, so I'll take you in. That's a whole other episode. Dude, I'd rather get COVID than eat shit off. Of <laughs> Lunchbox uh, again. Had a, he had a second one. He said, "Are you about to weps in the scrub that relieved T. Luna on Nashville?" And I can't remember the dude's name. Dude, I don't even. I see his face. I don't even see his face. But I mean, obviously, it's the Mike G. Answer. Fuck yeah, I I eat his lunch all day. But I don't really. I I have no idea who that guy was. I don't remember who relieved Tom Luna. All right, Elizabeth, uh, easy. Okay. He says one. Uh, who is who in your career has made an impact on you personally, and you can't say Nick. First off, Nick Church has not made any impact on me. He's a fucking <laughs> scrub ass bitch. That's why I fucking love you um, and hate you at the same time. So that's a that's a that's an easy answer for me. So Chris Price, um, Torpedo Man, he was my LPO whenever I was on the uh, Nebraska, my first boat, and then he made chief on the Nebraska and went to go do fucking awesome things, but. I was, dude, I was going to do four years and roll out. And Chris Price was like, hey, why don't you do a shore duty? And I was like, all right, maybe. And then I looked around and everybody on my crew and the opposite crew, they were going to be at the torpedo shop. Fuck that. And I was like, I'm not going to the you torpedo shop. Maybe. I was like, I'm not going to the torpedo shop with everybody else. And he was like, all right, well, why don't you go to a fast boat? And I was like, only if it's VLS and only if it's in San Diego. And, like, they kept popping out orders. Oh, the Texas, you know, VLS in Hawaii. Hawaii. And I was like, nope, VLS San Diego. Finally, it popped out. Um, and, I, and that's when I met you. I did VLS in San Diego, the Asheville. But it, it's Chris Price, man. Because if it wasn't for that guy, I would have done my four years and I would have rolled out. And been rolling hard in Glen Rose. Making and I would have been. 35 a year. I would be in, in Glen Rose or fucking Dallas or something doing some scrub ass shit. But Chris Price is the one that. He, he kind of like directed me to like just try something different man and uh, that that's what I did if it wasn't for Chris Price you'd be living on Andrea's couch right now I'd be on Andrea's cro- couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said crotch in that <laughs> uh, and then the second part of Easy's answer was what aspect of submarining do you truly love that you think cannot be recreated and this might hit you hard because you did your last patrol right you may not ever go underway on a submarine again. Yeah. Um, so when he hit me with that, and this was like yesterday, I was like, uh, because me and you already had the heart to heart. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I just want to tell everybody, man. So I've done, I've been in the Navy 16 years, and 13 of those years have been out to sea, and I knew I was doing my last patrol, and it it was tough, man. Like it wasn't the best patrol ever. Like there were all kinds of um, ups and downs, new CO, new XO, new fucking weps and all this shit. But just like the whole environment, it was tough knowing that this was the last time 
I was going to be on a submarine. So, like, I still have, like, seven and some change years left in the Navy, and I'll be on shore duty doing whatever, but knowing that I'm never going to a submarine again, it was tough, man. And, like, I had my moments where I was, like... Choked up? Dude, I, I, dude, I would go take a shower. I would, so I would stay up at, like, one-something in the morning fucking with the XO, and then I would go take a shower, and I'd, I'd kind of, like, tear up a little bit, man, because... I know I'm not gonna do it again, and that's. I got another one smoking because I need some of that because I'm done with that shit. No, I mean, hey, don't get me wrong, man. It it feels good to never go out to sea again, never miss a birthday again, never miss a Christmas, Halloween, anything like that. But it's still when you when you come in young as fuck and that's all your life is, and then you never are gonna do it again. It, I don't know, for at least for me, like it fucking it was tough, but uh. And I want to. I, I, I don't even know what the question is. I want to. I want to that. No, that's a. That, that that's that's a. That is, really awesome. I, and and, I think I think everybody everybody who listens to this who is a submariner can say that. But I mean, in the shower though, like when I take a submarine shower, <laughs> I feel like I'm playing Operation. Like I don't want to touch the walls because it's fucking freezing cold. Yeah, but metal. It's a, but it's a boat though. Oh, Alright, so in my defense, like I was I was on the evening watch, so I'd come off on the mid watch, I would go work out, and then nobody else would be awake. So like my only time to like chill by myself was in the shower. So after I touched myself and uh you know after I got the rocks off, I'd be like, Damn dude, I'm never gonna get the rocks off in here again. Mm. Not really that, but for real, it was good stuff. Hey, and I, I just want to, you know, a story that Mike shared with me that I didn't think I was going to say in this forum, but must say is, uh, you know, something happened on his last patrol in which the Weps had to get off the boat. It was a very traumatic event that happened for the Weps family. And uh, Mike actually got qualified strat Weps as, as, as an LDO Lieutenant JGA Weps. That's a big on SSB and That's instead of flying somebody in, Mike Gandara, Lieutenant JG, prior fucking TMC, was a fucking strat fucking webs on SSB and That's big. That's like big. Uh, you don't talk about that a lot, and most of y'all may not even understand what that means, but it's a fucking huge fucking deal. Yeah, big huge time. fucking deal. Yeah. So Elzalde's actual question, right? Yeah. We gotta go back to it real Let's quick. I gotta. Oh wait, I fucking put it in the the thing. Was like so. If you're on a submarine, right? What is something about submarine life? that you just love but you can't recreate it what I so right now I, I live with another dude right so like my roommate he's a uh, Nate English um, he's he's definitely gonna listen to this and I told him that if you were, were to ask me like hey Mike what have you been doing I would say tugging tugging wean and licking peeing cause that's <laughs> you know I say some stupid shit but that's like one of our things um no filter <laughs> but Nate man he fucking He's uh, living his life in the civilian world, and he's he was a J.O., and that's all he did was he did his J.O. tour, and that was it. And, you know, there's a lot of things he doesn't like about the Navy, but when I talk to him, there's a lot of things he fucking, I can tell he misses, you know? And uh, some of it is just the bullshitting, man. Like, and you can only do that on submarines. Like, you got surface ships, and it's a little more, you know, I mean, just going off what I think, um, it's a little more structured right submarines it's a lot less like that and it's a lot it's it's more rugged right Mm -hmm. and that's that's what i'll miss is that just gangster fucking mentality of a submarine 
and getting away with saying some dumb shit, right? Because like I've I've gone on the. They're not gonna send you home. They need you. The movie is insane, though. I tell people like watch that motherfucking movie. That movie's crazy as fuck. I want to watch it now because like I never even heard of it. Me neither. Hey, not nothing, dude. I think Nog and I are some stupid never, like, never talk to a woman again. Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. All right. Re- re- yeah. <laughs> All right. I got two I, I got two things to watch the Arturo Gotti fight and watch Knock Knock. Yeah, like, hey, so Nick, me and we Nick. We got lookups in this. Yeah, I got lookups. <laughs> <laughs> me and Nick went to the, uh, the store the other day. I was buying some fucking clothes for my kids or whatever. And this girl came up multiple times. And if we, you watch this this movie, this is why I didn't talk to this girl. Knock, knock. Watch that fucking movie. Okay. Got it. All right. So that ends right with fire. I want to give a shout out to all of our people that hit us up with the questions for Mike. Uh, that's the first time we've ever done that. Big fan of it. I think that could definitely be a cool thing that we're going to do in the future. So now we're going to roll into our rapid fire slash wrapped around the axle, right? And what I want to do, right, is I'm going to kick that off with Mike. So Mike's our special guest, right? He, uh, Mike sat here and he made it a mission, right? Like, he's like, I'm going to listen to all these podcasts before I'm on. I want to be pre-gamed. I want to be fucking lubed up, ready to go. And uh, he's got some questions, so I'm going to let Mike start off with. All right, so really, the only person I know here is Nick, um, Steve, Brian. Like, I've listened to the podcast. You guys are awesome. But I do have some personal questions for each of you. So my man Nick, first one for you. Oh, fuck me. Um, I know you're gay as fuck, right? So, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. We're going to take it back to the mid-watch. Oh, that was like episode three. Okay, ready? Steve Sedaris. All right, fuck, Mary kill. Travis Barker, Corey Taylor, Chester Bennington. Why do you like, like dig deep into my heart? Because I know your heart, oh, bitch. Oh, man, that, that's huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Fuck Mary Kill. They're all guys, so you lose. Barker, I know, right? But he knows I love all these dudes. Barker, Taylor, Chester. So Corey's my dude. So I'm gonna marry Corey. Okay. Corey Taylor's my f- fucking dude. He's wrote the soundtrack to a lot of songs that is my life, right? So um, is that window open? No, he's looking at this. Yeah, the window is open. Um. You're tearing me hard. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm tearing you hard. Say that again. That's what she said. That's what. That's what they said. Um, I can't. I can't kill Travis Barker because my, I named my son after Travis Barker. That's right. So he's in there, and unfortunately, he's so already you killed dead Chester, who's already, already dead. dead so oh, I killed the dead guy. Okay. I right. killed the dead guy. <laughs> that's good. All right, that's Steve. A te- that's a technicality. Yeah, it is. All right, Steve. Have you seen The Office? I've seen the first two seasons. All right. Do you know what the Dundies are? No. All right. So, Nick, explain the Dundies to So, the Dundies, know. right? So, so Michael Scott is obviously the manager of the branch. And so, he makes up this... He gives these awards out. Think of it as, like, Sailor of the Year, Junior Sailor of the Year, all, you know, okay. J.O. of the Year. But they're always specific. But, they, but they're retarded. They're, they're, like, they're retarded, but they're specific. So, you've known me for, like, five seconds. You know fucking Brian. You know Nick. So what I want you to do is, you're going to give me, Nick, and Brian our own individual dundies. What would you call those dundies? So like, what, for example, for example, one is like, oh, the brightest shoes in the office, and he gives it to some chick because she always has the brightest shoes or whatever. Alright, so for Nick, it's going to be the most organized in the office. So like... 
Brian, as soon as you left, <clears throat> Nick set up that Josh Hahn style like status board. Don't kill me. <laughs> I'm not Josh. That, that you, I'm not that Josh. You just, that that you destroyed. I knew, I knew, I knew it was going that way, man. So, <laughs> so one day I'm sitting there talking to uh, Senior Chief Bonanno, Joe Bonanno, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all the magnets and like, like kind of make them like dis, like not rectilinear and nice and neat and just make them like super unorganized and we're going to ask Nick a question about like hey what boat is doing what so that he had to look at the board and immediately he played right into it and just started like OCD like you know rearranging the magnets so that they were like perfectly like back to where before I answer the question before he answer the question like he couldn't think until he rearranged the magnets and then but now that we're cracking up because yeah. he's just like, how the fuck did you, like, gave me a look like, how the fuck did you know? He's just like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> his desk is super neat. So I just... M- most uh, organized. Next most, most organized. Uh, Brian, uh, I would say, I don't know if it's like most like ruthless or like efficient, like just straight up like... Target, get what, there. Yeah, yeah, like target, solution... Fire the, like, fire the weapon. Like, just no bullshit. Like, yes. just most, like, streamlined. Sure. No like, bullshit in between. Hell like, yeah. like, assassin. Like, you're an assassin. Like, this is what I need to know. This is what we need to do to fix it. And then, boom, just go and get it. And Brian doesn't care about the details in between. Yeah, it's like, it's like, whatever. Like, it, like, it's like those you kill. It's like, that's just drag. Like, just. That's what I'm talking like, about. Like, yeah. just. Those are just like details. We'll figure them out. Like this is these are the big movements and the most like, like really. You know what? Like you're like fucking Dick Winters from goddamn like uh, uh, Band of Brothers. Like battlefield fucking uh, leader. Like we need to do this. This is how we're. This is what we need to do to get to to accomplish the goal. Everything else is just like fucking beyond tertiary. Like we don't even fucking like just figure it out. Right? From the hip. Right? And then... Yeah, you don't know me. Let's I don't know you. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get I would it. say probably best Liberty Buddy. Like, I, I would say... I would go out and I would just be like, Hey, man. I know we didn't pull into Vegas, but what happens in this port call stays in this port call. Like, I don't even fucking care. <laughs> hey, if, there's, if a submarine ever pulls into Vegas... I guarantee you, dude. There, you might not run that. I literally, I wrote this down. I wrote this down as a thing for the rapid fire, but it was, what if they named a ship USS Las Vegas? <laughs> like, how many Liberty incidents would that boat have? Like, just uh, out of yeah. pure principle. Depends hey, how many of us hey, podcasts we might. We were meant to be together. Uh, so we'll go wrap around the axle. I've got. I just have three here, so we're on a. We got thirteen minutes, guys, to crack these out. So, bust these through, right? All right. So I'll start first. Uh, Mike, what celebrity annoys you the most? Okay, um, alright, so I, I told y'all I'm a huge boxing fan, right? Floyd Mayweather really annoys me right come now. Come on, man. Bro, come on. I mean, he's killing it, though. No, he's killing it, but the fact that he wants to fight this kid just to give the kid money. Like, Floyd already has money. He's hey. going to give this fucking uh, Jake Paul. It's better than that in Salvation Army. He's going to give Jake Paul all this. Like, I don't even know how much money give this kid's going to make. And this. juice him up. Just to whoop his ass for, like, what, a few rounds? And I love boxing, and 
It's just it's tearing the boxing in down. You is fucking it up. It's tearing boxing down, and I hate it. So Floyd Mayweather is my answer. Brian, what celebrity annoys you the most? Uh, I'd have to say Ariana Grande. <laughs> hey, you watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't like her. Man. And Selena Gomez. I can't say that she's just annoying. I don't know what it is. She just pissed me off. All right, Ariana's dead. Get out, Steve. Celebrity, uh, probably Tom Hanks. Because, like, this guy played the most American roles for, like, the... You know, for like, years. For years. Decades. Decades. Like, yes, sir. Played all these, like, quintessential roles in, like, America. And then he just, because he, like, had an affinity. Or what? I don't know what he... I, I don't know why he moved to Greece. I don't know why he moved to Greece. There's a lot of theories on that. But yep. I, we'll just leave it at that. But the fact that he decided to just not be an American citizen anymore after being, like, Jim Lovell, Lieutenant... Uh, 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 no, 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 no. Um, Forrest Gump. Oh, well, Fort. No, I meant uh, Captain Miller. Oh yeah, Ryan, oh yeah, right? Ryan. Uh, yep. What was his What was his name in uh in the Greyhound movie? He was in. Oh, that was. A great oh movie too. fuck, that was a good movie. That was a great movie. He played another movie in that Bridges. Dope, though, he yeah. played, played another like super American guy in Bridges Spies, right? Where he was a lawyer. He represented a a, a Russian agent who was caught. Right, all these like super American roles, and he just goes, uh, drops the mic on America and says, "Fuck you, I'm gonna go live in Greece." That just kind of that's kind of annoying. Scratchy the wrong way. Yeah. All right, uh, Brian, you got a question? Uh, yeah. So, Mike. Oh fuck. Uh, what is something you will not see yourself doing in ten years? So, ten years from now, what will you not be doing? Going out to sea. Ah, that's a good one. That is the truest. I better, I, I, at least I better not be going out to sea. Like, fuck that shit. Ten years from now? Yeah, that's a... Yeah, fuck that. Wait, we miss your rep. Aren't you supposed to say your celebrity that annoys uh, you the most? Yeah. I don't know, man. We've talked about this before. Um, <laughs> so right now, currently, if you ask me a date, she's not a celebrity. She's she's a third degree celebrity. And I know it's blowing my eyes. He's giving me this crazy look right now. I don't know what that means, though. Third degree celebrity. I don't, uh, yeah. Kobe Bryant's wife's mother is suing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Suing his, 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 Kobe's wife. Kobe just died not even a year ago. Can we say cunt on? And 96. <laughs> Why not? He She wants $96 an hour times eight hours times 18 years for being a grandmother in the house where her grandkids were. She wants a house and she wants a Mercedes SUV. Yeah. And she said that Kobe promised to take care of her uh, her entire life, and that now that he's dead, uh, basically Vanessa needs to pay that. Yeah. You remember that. us talking so about? So she's snatch. suing her daughter. Suing her daughter. You remember us That's talking about fucking... snatch and pig farms? Yes. Yeah. Kobe's fucking mother-in-law. Pig, pig farm. Pig farm. Time me out. Yeah. Pig farm. I told you. Pig yes, sir. I'm on that. And if y'all don't know what that means, yeah. watch fucking snatch. Yep. Yeah, watch snatch. Uh, so, uh, so your, your question was, say your question again, Brian. No, he already asked it. Next. So my question was like, what is something that you will not be doing in 10 years? All right. So something I won't be doing in 10 years for me, 10 years from now, um, I may hurt some feelings out there, but I probably won't be in the Navy anymore. Um, I'm yeah. kind of getting tired. Honestly, I, I hit 17 years in April, uh, my ear shit, y'all that listen to this know I'm fucking deaf as fuck without my little implant. And uh, I, I'm just kind of getting tired. And I think I want to go 22 years and call it a day. 
So I think 10 years from now, I won't be in the Navy. I won't put the uniform on anymore. Um, but I'm okay with that. I've accepted that. I think it's probably the right answer. Um, I still feel like I did my part as, as a member of society. And I, don't, I won't have any regrets at living at 22 years. It's not what I envisioned when I got commissioned. But when you have a medical disability, it's hard to stay active duty and go hard in the paint every day. Yeah. So I think for me, I just won't be in the Navy. And you go hard in the paint every day. So it's like... That's it's exhausting one those, it's also. one of those things. It's exhausting also. Yes. Steve, 10 years uh, from now. Jogging. Uh, jogging. No, 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 no. I, I'm having a hard time doing it now. You didn't say running. You said jogging. Jogging. I'm not fucking what the fuck is jogging? Jogging. Like, I just, I, I got... I What's got, your pace? I got bad leg. I got bad knees. Uh, I, I barely do it now for cardio. I fucking, I hit a heavy bag and just box, do upper body cardio. And yeah. I, I, I don't see myself jogging Fresh. anymore. I, I'd probably take up like bike riding, bike, cycling, cycling, excuse me. Yep. Uh, also, something about cycling that I don't fucking understand about the community is the stupid ass uniforms they wear. Exactly. Like, <laughs> why the fuck is like I I think cycling is more of a hey I want to wear tight fucking pants versus bike riding. Like, yeah. why do you need to dress up in your fucking you know li- you, little your unitard little your little unitard and He's fucking. Uh, and fucking go cycling. I, I I just don't get it. Like I, maybe swimming, probably it's, it's something low impact. Yeah. Maybe rollerblading with some jorts on. I probably. just want to say real quick that's, that's for anybody right. listening, like Steve is not in bad shape. This motherfucker, good looking dude. Thank he, you. He, I mean, it's my beard. Dude. It's my leave beard. It's the, my leave, the leave beard. Yeah. He's got the Boston hat on. He's got his fucking nice shoes on. I mean, hey, we're basically Damn. wearing the same thing, but. I don't. He's a little he, hard. he does. I don't run, and he does, and it. Shows. No, I don't. No, I don't even run now. So oh, I know oh. that I won't be running in. Oh 10 well, years. fuck. He doesn't need to run. Yeah. So. Damn. All right. Uh, so Steve, wrap around the axle. Um, what's your biggest fear underway, Nick? My fear underway, fucking dying. Like, I think the thing for me that's always been so I detached from a submarine as part of submarine crew in 2012 and uh, just kind of the way my career kind of panned out right uh a lot of it not by choice Uh, but when you're like part of a crew of a submarine you feel like you have a percentage of control of what happens on that boat maybe you do something that is good or whatever or maybe you stop the person from doing something stupid right when you're a rider on a submarine it's scary as fuck you're just like there. You're not qualified to do shit. You're not allowed to do anything. You see shit that's fucked up, and you may say say it, but like, it's just kind of scary sometimes. Yeah, like, but if there was a fire, would you not run to the scene and oh, like, all day. or like oh, in his underwear, just like everybody else does? Like, that that absolutely. I'm just saying, like, because you you referenced earlier about I'm so OCD that the magnets got to be straight. Like everything in my life is that way, and it's. It's a weakness and a strength, honestly, depending on which way you twist it. But when you're underway, though, those things in your life that you're not underway... It drives me fucking nuts. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, So while you're underway, your biggest fear could not necessarily be on the ship. It's my brain. It's my brain. It it doesn't stop. Like, 
Mike said the other day, like, he was here for, like, 24 hours. Dude, do you not stop moving? And he was like, Nick, do you not stop moving? Like, and Brian knows. Brian lived with me for, like, six weeks. Like, I always got to be doing a task. I always got to be doing something. And then, so, to answer that, I get a little bit of anxiety now when I ride the boats. Because not only am I, like, afraid that, like, some scrub-ass fucking boat may or may not know how to, like, keep us from hitting somebody. But then I'm like, oh, well, there's this thing I should be doing right now, like, in port, right? Did I, is my auto pay bill set up? Are the guys in the office doing what they're supposed to be doing? Which, we know the answer is yes, but my brain doesn't stop, right? So, no, that's a, my brain. That could give you anxiety. Okay. My brain fucks me yeah. up a lot. But you might. Mine would be uh, basically, kind of, I guess, looking out for other people, man. Like, I'm super confident in what I do, like, all the time um if i'm standing off to the deck like i'm the baddest dude up there like i always say that i'm the tom cruise of submarines and, <laughs> and when i say that it's about it's about uh like I was <coughs> well it's it's about top gun right so like tom cruise like he's always the crazy one fucking doing whatever so when i stood dive i i stood dive like a goddamn idiot like i would be hitting you know however many degrees up to go to periscope depth and like as an officer I'm fucking trying to crush records at getting to PD in a certain amount of time because that's what we did. Like competition. Everything's a competition. Yep. And and ask my boys, like, we had that competition. So, like, it would be me fucking up during one of those, like, trying to show my ass type things, you know? Especially when you do all the positions. Like, you've, you've been around enlisted and, like, you hit all the positions and now you're the officer and you're, like, you're the guy in charge. And when you say, like, hey, this is what we're doing... Yeah, it'd be that. It'd be that. It'd be fucking up as, you know, the guy in charge of doing some shit. Right. Oh yeah, Brian. Uh, I think my whole thing is like, I probably give too much of a fuck. Um, but I'm more shit. scared about my people more than anything else. Um, maybe I like. I, I'm glad Nick relieved me because I think he's more of a PC now, and the other guy. Uh. And it kind of balances what my mindset was and the other guy's mindset was. And I appreciate that, man, because I'm more of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to get shit done. Right on, man. Uh, my biggest fear, and this is going to sound really stupid, but my biggest fear when I was on a boat, it wasn't like about dying because like anything on a submarine that's going to kill you is going to kill you like immediately, like, you know. Like, if, if a pipe bursts next to you, the pressure is so much, like, I cut you in half. This is really fucking stupid, but my biggest fear was when in uh, fork apartment middle level at the at the water fountain. 88? On a 688, right there by countermeasures. boat. And you go to, like, take a sip of water. My biggest fear was somebody bumping into me from behind and me hitting my teeth <laughs> on the guard and chipping my front teeth. That was my biggest fucking fear. It's a shitty right. spot for a fucking waterfall. It's a terrible spot. It's that it? stupid little cut. Like, you got dock space kind of just there. Yeah. You got a cut there by the, the ladder well. Like, literally, I'd be like, but my like, biggest fear is right there. Every time I would go to take a sip of water, I would, like, look to my left yeah. and my right, and I would, like, because I didn't want somebody, like, like barreling down the P-way, yeah. bumping into me, and then, like, uh, like going like right into the so, water yeah, and then the PRT and fucking two cycles because yeah. COVID fucking came. Yeah, and then yeah, huge dude, fucking fat as fuck. Right now I'm sitting there like chip teeth underway, where like there's, there's no, no dentist on board. Dentist on board, oh, right? Yeah. So now you're just sitting there eating ice cream, like having your fucking like the sugar going right into the nerves of your mouth. Like that was the, my biggest fear in a way. 